Thank you for downloading this episode of our podcast. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for Solomon Staircase Masonic Lodge number 357, where we talk about all things related with Freemasonry, including hermetic teachings, philosophy, reason, spirituality, and much more. We're located in Buena Park, Southern California. Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. Following is the Master's article from February 2019 Trestle Board. Greetings, ladies and brethren. In the year-long theme of strengthening the bonds, this month we will focus on reaching out to those we haven't seen in a while. We have several members who have come and gone over time. Some are no longer active in the Lodge, others we easily recognize because it may have only been a few months since we've seen them. Others may be strangers to many of us because it may have been years since they've been to Lodge. For the month of February, the focus is going to be on reaching out to all of those members and their ladies that we haven't seen in a while to see if we can get them to come down and visit, or at least get a status on how each one is doing. I'll be gathering a list of all the local members and sharing it with the brethren so we can all share in the experience of reaching out. One great opportunity we will have in in bringing around those we haven't seen in a while is that our own John H. Reynolds, past master, Hiram Award, will be celebrating his 97th birthday at the Lodge on February 11th. This is a private event hosted by his longtime lady, Shirley, but they would love to have as many people out there that know John to attend. If you have not already sent your RSVB, you will need to reach out to Shirley Stein via phone or text and let her know you're coming. She is expecting to fill the dining hall, so expect a great evening. Another event which will help us is our annual Sweethearts Breakfast on Saturday, February 16th. This event will be hosted by none other than our most recent past master, Eric Jenkins, as we serve up breakfast for the ladies of our lodge and their sweethearts. So, to all those out there who find it hard to come down on a Thursday night, we'd love to see you on Saturday the 16th for a free breakfast, coffee, fellowship, and some in-person FaceTime. We plan on closing out the month with another second degree as many of our entered apprentices take that second step and get passed to the Fellowcraft degree. So for those of you who haven't been down to the lodge in a while, why not put this on your calendar and come on down and sit in on a degree? We always love to have sideliners, and the usual suspects would love some company. Next month, we will focus on strengthening the bonds by reaching out to other local lodges. Look for some coordinated events between our lodge and others as we take some time with our other Masonic brethren. Check the calendar of events on page 3. There are events listed where are in Arcadia and Whittier Montebello Lodge. Sincerely and fraternally, Aaron Reddick, Master. Following is an article by our chaplain, Shivam Sharma. How Leaders Turn Defeat into Victory No two leaders are the same except for the fact that people follow them. There are leaders who work better when left alone to meditate deep thoughts, There are some that work in conjunction with others, and then there are some who work the best in crisis. The results they show depend on how keen the interest is taken. As sooner or later, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. Good leaders are great at planning. They see what is coming with a clear vision that they believe in. They execute tasks based on the best life cycle methodology they choose. Good leaders are great communicators and understand the meaning of taking their thoughts to the public for their awareness and acceptance. 
for achieving that goal to market their ideas strongly based on what works the best and what is close to the concerns of the targeted audience. Implementing their ideas in the best manner, the next goal they attain for which motivation acts as a great source. Advertising the achievements and proper upkeep of the proceedings keeps them abreast and going with their chosen path to achieve the targets. Defeat is an option that nobody chooses. Leaders see it as an opportunity to better the performance and see it as a chance in brevity of project before calling it a defeated cause. Defeat is meant only for the brave as tough people take the bull by the horns. Deep divers eventually get the pearls and the shell gatherers stroll the shores. How calculated is the risk in the dive is based on risk management analysis based on its sole principles of avoidance, mitigation, acceptance, and transference. Different schools of thought have contrived to measure the above in multiple experimental stress analysis to get to the target and reproduce best suited results. What is more important is to figure out the tenuous line that separates defeat and victory and treat both imposters just the same. Let leaders turn defeat into victory. Brother Shivam Sharma, Chaplain. Good men made better. It is said that masonry takes good men and makes them better. At some point, those same men take it upon themselves to make themselves better. We are fortunate to have such knowledgeable and strong officers in our lodge. Recently, Worshipful Richard Kroll, our treasurer, and Brother J.J. Goldberg, our secretary, attended the retreat for secretary and treasurers. The information and data they receive helps make Solomon's Staircase better. Aside from performing their roles, they also help around the lodge, coach candidates for their proficiency, guide members of the lodge, and help the master get ready for meetings and degrees. Black History Month. Why is Black History Month in February? Black History Month, also known as African American History Month in the U.S., is an annual observance in Canada, Ireland, the Netherlands, the United Kingdom, and the United States. It began as a way for remembering important people and events in history of the African diaspora. It is celebrated annually in the United States and Canada in February, as well as in the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, and Republic of Ireland in October. In the early 20th century, while he earned a master's degree from the University of Chicago and a PhD from Harvard, both in history, Carter Godwin Woodson witnessed how black people were underrepresented in the books and conversations that shaped the study of American history. According to the way many historians taught the nation's past, African Americans were barely part of the story, a narrative that Woodson knew was not true. So, in 1915, he and Jesse E. Moreland founded the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History, now the Association for the Study of African American Life and History, or the ASALH. The organization would promote studying black history as a discipline and celebrate the accomplishments of African Americans. Quote, if a race has no history, it has no worthwhile tradition. It becomes a negligible factor in the thought of the world, and it stands in danger of being exterminated, unquote. Woodson said of the need for such a study. In 1926, Woodson and the ASALH launched a Negro History Week to bring attention to his mission and to help school systems coordinate their focus on the topic. Woodson chose the second week in February as it encompassed both Frederick Douglass's birthday on February 14th and Abraham Lincoln's birthday on February 12th. 
A number of mayors have already adopted the celebration as a municipal event by the time President Gerald Ford decreed Black History Month a national observance in 1976 on both the 50th anniversary of the first iteration and America's bicentennial year. Quote, in celebrating Black History Month, unquote, Ford said in his message, quote, we can seize the opportunity to honor the two often neglected accomplishments of black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history, unquote. Presidents have issued national decrees with each year's theme since the 1970s. Prince Hall and American History African-American Freemasons. Prince Hall was an African-American noted as an abolitionist for his leadership in the free black community in Boston and as the founder of Prince Hall Freemasonry, a branch of North American Freemasonry founded on September 29, 1784. Prince Hall lobbied for education rights for black children and was active in the Back to Africa movement. Prince Hall lodges are composed predominantly of African-Americans. There are two main branches of Prince Hall Freemasonry. The independent state Prince Hall Grand Lodges, most of which are recognized by regular Masonic jurisdictions, and those under the jurisdiction of the National Grand Lodge. The most worshipful Prince Hall Grand Lodge of California is recognized and constantly included with Grand Lodge of California events. Some famous Masons of the United States. Brother Alex Haley, journalist, author of Roots, Cosmopolitan Lodge No. 1, Hawaii, Prince Hall Affiliation, 33rd degree Scottish Rite Mason. Brother Edward Kennedy, Duke Ellington, jazz composer and band leader, Social Lodge No. 1, Washington, D.C., Prince Hall Affiliation, 32nd degree Scottish Rite Mason, member of the Shrine. Brother Marshall Falk, professional football athlete and Hall of Fame, class of 2011, Southern Cross Lodge No. 112, Illinois Centennial Lodge No. 4, Prince Hall Affiliation. Brother Thurgood Marshall, first African-American U.S. Supreme Court Judge, Coal Creek Lodge No. 88, Most Worshipful Prince Hall Grand Lodge of Oklahoma, Prince Hall Affiliation, 33rd Degree Scottish Rite Masonry. A list of other African Masons involved with the American Revolution, sports, music, entertainment, international leaders, civics, industrialists, and entrepreneurs are concluded in the show notes. Triple-headed master. There's an advantage to having a sitting master be a past master. The knowledge and wisdom he provides is valuable to all lodge officers. To have three sitting past masters as the three great lights, we are fortunate to have the vision and wealth of Masonic knowledge. Brother Eric Jenkins, PM, served as master last year and is now our junior warden. Eric is very good with memorization and assisting our officers with their work. Eric also dedicates countless hours to candidates to help them memorize their proficiency. Recently, Eric took part in the second part of the first degree, assisting the Worshipful Master on a degree. Brother Carlos DSPM served as master in 2016. He takes a lead on many prospects who inquire about our lodge in Freemasonry. Carlos gives pointers when possible to the new officers for 2019. Carlos studies many Masonic teachings on various subjects and is always willing to have a conversation with all members who wish to discuss higher learning in Freemasonry. Our current Worshipful Master is Aaron Reddick, who is a two-time past master. To be a master is to be a leader, and Aaron has definitely filled that role. 
Aaron is always prepared for degrees and is great with communication to make sure all brethren are kept abreast. Aaron is knowledgeable with Masonic procedures, California Masonic Code, and always volunteers to do things around the lodge before he is asked. Aaron has also taken on key roles with the Temple Board Association. His vision for our lodge started many years ago, and his success will not be measured simply on the 2019 Masonic year. Aaron has taken time to implement his strategy to continue for years after he has sat in the Oriental Chair. Aaron has a plan which will steady lodge activities and create participation by all members. An example of this would be his early thoughts on taking successful lodge events and making them better. Our Public Workers Appreciation Night, we typically get a good turnout from Buena Park Police, EMT, and Orange County Fire Authority. Aaron is looking at ways for better turnout, creating an experience worth talking about and getting more coverage by local media. With continued discussion and open dialogue, Worshipful Aaron includes all ideas and concerns regarding a harmonious experience in the Lodge. By reading and using examples set by Grand Lodge, Aaron thinks beyond our four walls and his own preference. We do not do things for the sake of going through the motions or relying solely on the way we used to do things. There is purpose behind everything. We look forward to an exciting 2019, period. This article was written by our senior warden, Brother Worshipful Carlos Diaz, Jr., and this is the city master, Aaron Reddick, reading this, and I have to say, I love that guy, and I'm humbled. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment. We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you really like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends and lodge members. Visit us online at solomonstaircase.org.